Welcome to the Impact Alumni Podcast for March of 2011. My name is Paul Clifford. I'm your host. I'm the president and CEO of the East Carolina Alumni Association here in Greenville, North Carolina. And this podcast is produced, uh, I try to do it at least monthly, and it exists to provide free and convenient professional development for alumni relations practitioners worldwide. Um, and today we on our show, I'm excited uh, to have Tyler Bowen. Tyler is the Director of Alumni Relations at Southwest Minnesota State University. He is a 1995 graduate of the, uh, of Southwest Minnesota State University. He has a degree in hotel and restaurant administration. He also holds a Bachelor of Education degree from Winona State University. He completed his MS in Educational Leadership from SMSU in 2008. And it's great to welcome Tyler to the show. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. You know, what often interests me is there isn't a direct pipeline into the profession of alumni relations. So I'll start by asking you uh, to share with our listeners how you got into the business of alumni relations. Well, I sure didn't follow the, you know, the, the I shouldn't say typical paths. I think our paths a lot of times are atypical, but my path was, uh, I'm a Southwest grad. I came from uh, seven and a half hours in Southeast Iowa to, to attend Southwest. And the joke was always, uh, hopefully we don't have too many Cyclone listeners, but uh, the only state school in Iowa that had hotel restaurant was uh, Iowa State. And I'm a, I'm a Hawkeye fan, so I, I couldn't even go visit to look at it. So I ended up somehow at Southwest, at that time, Southwest State University in Marshall, Minnesota, seven and a half hours away. Most people will know it as the home of the Schwann Food Company, so the little Schwann trucks that drive around t- uh, the country. Um, but I had a great experience here. I think that's the most important thing um, as an undergrad. I uh, went and worked in the hotel industry for a while and then decided that both my parents were teachers, so I kind of yearned to be a, a teacher and a coach. Uh, so I went back to Winona State to uh, uh, for about a year and a half to work on my education degree. And while I was at Winona State, which is even kind of crazy, while I was a student at Winona State, I got asked to be on the alumni board at my alma mater. So I'd go into class wearing my Southwest stuff when Southwest is going to play football at Winona State. We're conference rivals um, and served on, on the alumni board. And then when I started teaching, I was a high school teacher, uh, business education and basketball coach and student council advisor and uh, pop machine filler. I think that's what prepared <laughs> me well for the alumni relations world. Um, I was there for four years and then uh, had the opportunity to come back and uh, serve as the really the first full-time alumni director here at Southwest Minnesota State. So tell people about your shop there at Southwest Minnesota State. Um, you know, how many staff members you have, um, what you're what you're working with there. Well, we have a very small shop from just the advancement completely. You know, overall, we have an associate vice president for advancement, and he's essentially the executive director of the foundation. Uh, we have myself as the director of alumni relations, and we have a director of annual giving programs. Um, the past, I'm in my third year of having a graduate assistant in the alumni office, um, which has been uh, a really, it's been a blessing. It's been a great opportunity to expand what we do. But uh, the, ultimately, I'm a, a full-time position. I'm a one-person shop in, in the in the alumni office. So I would imagine that being in a small shop over the past nine years now in your role, that you've maybe had some challenges along the way. Speak to some of those challenges that you've had um, in in and developing the alumni relations program that you've developed at Southwest Minnesota? Well, I think that the biggest challenge probably is is just trying to be like the big boys. You know, I think we're in a, you know, we're in a state in Minnesota that we have uh, you know, seven Division II 
uh, schools. We only have one big behemoth, you know, University of Minnesota. Right. But very strong Division three programs, uh, Division three schools in the Twin Cities and in the outlying areas. So we're in a situation that I, I think a lot of our alumni um, you know, there we love it with alumni that have both dual degrees here from Southwest. You know, so it's one allegiance. But we have obviously a, a huge mix of our alumni base that do have spouses on either side that have degrees from other institutions. So you have that kind of that matching up, whether it's programming, whether it's your magazine, online, whatever it may be. And so I think the difference is, is I. I I think that alumni, uh, my, I look at my parents a lot of times, what they get from different institutions, or my sister, um, and they don't know that our, we have a staff of one and a half, and the University of Minnesota has a staff of 40, or even a Division three school, St. Thomas, which is very strong in the Twin Cities, recruiting, fundraising, you know, they have an alumni staff of 14. And so, wow. so I think what we have to, we have to do is we have to do the best that we can do, quantity versus uh, quality versus quantity, do the things that you know will uh, create the most impact for us. Um, sometimes volunteers. I mean, volunteers are great for an organization. I think the challenge for me at times is um, is the management of volunteers. Um, you know, volunteers, as we all know, you know, it, it takes time to coordinate and organize volunteers. So that's something that we continue to try to do better. Um, try to do better with. And I think the other, you know, overall challenge at times is how can we connect with our, some of our campus constituents? How we, how can we connect better with faculty? How can we connect better with students to try to, um, connect those entities back with alumni? So I think those are some of our challenges that I've had through the nine years and things have changed. When I started, um, I remember I went to the Case International Conference in Chicago. Before I even started, I mean, because it was my where I was living was about between Marshall and Chicago, so I hopped on three right. weeks before I started my work, right. and we were talking about on- online communities, working with at that time, doing some research with IAC for our first online community. Um, the word Facebook didn't exist, you know, LinkedIn <laughs> didn't exist, right? And so I think, uh, and what I think we find is those things add, but there's you know, homecomings, reunions, those things still stay on the board, so. You have to balance that. Well, anytime we face a challenge, I think there's always opportunities in those challenges. And and over those nine years, you wouldn't have been as successful as you have been up there um, if you didn't overcome some of those challenges. So talk about some of the big accomplishments that you have, some of the points of pride, things that you're proud of uh, that you've been able to accomplish on behalf of Southwest Minnesota over your nine years there. Well, I've been fortunate to have um, a great alumni board who really have given me an opportunity to, to do a lot of different things, you know, and they're not, they're a very, they're an advisory board, they're supportive, same on the side of, uh, I've had the same university president, I've had this uh, one or two uh, supervisors that we can be very nimble, we could start a Facebook page tomorrow if we wanted to, we don't have to go through a lot of uh, committees, and so I think our strength has been in our technology um, with our you know, our online community through our social media with Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, some of those types of, uh, some of those types of programs. Um, we, you know, we've done little things like Mustang Fridays, you know, dress up and we're brown and gold, which is not the easiest colors in, you know, in the world unless you're, you know, work for UPS, but, right. um, you know, Mustang Fridays where we started it was on campus and we, for a while we, we moved it out amongst the community. We're a community of 12,000, uh, 13,000 here in Marshall. Um, and so just trying to try to engage and, and do that. We started an outstanding senior program. It's an award we give at commencement. We felt that, you know, at commencement, everybody talks on stage other than 
you know, the students are, we need to lift the students up on that day. So we started an outstanding senior award. Um, we started a, a WOW award for, it's basically a, a monthly employee of the, of the month award, essentially. Um, but we just try to find those gaps, I think, what we can do to try to, to lift morale on campus and keep campus spirit up and develop that kind of that pride and loyalty. Um, at the same time, we it's really important that what we do there also translates to what we, you know, the engagement with alumni. And so um, we just try our, our best to do um, a lot of events, you know, throughout the, the region. Um, and uh, we, we started to do a webinar series, again, to, to reach out to alums that are, you know, can't get back to the Twin Cities or even back to Marshall. Um, I think our homecomings are strong um, for, for bringing people back in the fall and the different constituents. And uh, and then one of the things that we are really proud of, uh, we received a, kind of our first Case 5 award that we've ever sent in uh, for a, a program that we call Mustang Traditions, which is a living learning community, a, a residence hall on campus that we sponsor. And those are the students that want to go to games, you know, paint their face. we got bibs for them. So we develop programming. This is our second year and really found it's been a, a wonderful opportunity for us to really engage with students. And because, again, their student, we feel their student experience leads to their alumni affinity. Absolutely. That sounds like an awesome program. Can you imagine having all the people who are, all the students who are wildly enthusiastic about your school, whether it's athletics or other parts of your school, living all in the same place? It must be the, the craziest dorm on campus. Well, you know, it was funny because we <laughs> don't really have the culture of, of, and again, I was a high school teacher, and I saw all these high schools and these small schools, and this is, they kind of come to school ready for that. And we, for some reason, we just didn't have that culture. And so we always were thinking, how can we, how can we change it? Um, and so we always felt there was two people like living in every dorm that really wanted to do it. But when they showed up, they're like, oh, I guess nobody does that. And so they just kind of, they, they fit in right with that culture of not, not doing it. So we thought, let's take all those two people and let's put them all together. Right. And we're not trying to make the party house. We're not trying to, we're trying to make the house that, uh, you know, it builds that school spirit, but at the same time, we can bring some alumni programming into it. We can, and they can go clean uh, the two miles of our alumni association, you know, adopt a highway. They can, we can do different things to put them in the position. They, uh, 15 of them traveled to the Twin Cities to f- fill bags for feed my starving children. So we're trying to do things to, um, you know, for one, we want them to feel comfortable and feel like a family on campus and then also hear the word alumni prior to, you know, the day before commencement uh, when they, this is the first time they hear it, and then they think, oh, they just want our money. You know, and that's what we're trying to, trying to solve, I guess. Absolutely. Well, there's no doubt why you won that award. I mean, I'm sure that there are, there are so many schools in your situation that face that same challenge. And, uh, you know, you've given them a model that they can implement to try to overcome some of those challenges that they see the, you know, as you put it earlier, the big boys have, have all the, all the spirit and all of that. But, uh, you seem to come up with a, a solution to that. Well, it's been just a, again. I learned it at, at what I what I took it from. I took it from, and again, part of case. Uh, and I know you've been heavily involved with it. It's been a great resource for me because, again, being in a one person shop, we don't really have a lot of times to sit around a big table and and bounce ideas off of folks. Um, this was at a case five conference. Um, I heard them. They literally just said the word "living learning community" um, for you know it was like a five second, you know, conversation within a conversation. And I'm just like, oh, my ears kind of perked up. And, you know, 
hmm, so literally three years later, then that's when we made it kind of happen, you know. But, it, again, it's it's the little thing that I learned in, in one little session at 1 o'clock on Monday afternoon, you know, at, at Case 5 in Chicago. And, and so I, I really challenge folks at times uh, at conferences, you know, if Michigan is standing up in front of you talking about how they have a staff of 30, well, make it work for you for one or three or five. And so um, it's been a, it's been a really great project. You're listening to the Impact Alumni Podcast, and we're visiting with Tyler Bowen. Tyler's the Director of Alumni Relations at Southwest Minnesota State. Well, Tyler, you mentioned CASE and how you've uh, used CASE as a resource. And throughout your career now, you've uh, actually moved into leadership roles, both with CASE 5 and, and most recently being named to the CASE Commission on Alumni Relations. So talk a little bit more about your involvement with CASE, both on the local and now on the international level. Well, I was a I was a Case Five attendee. I don't think I attended my first year or two, but I I went, um, you know, year three or four uh, maybe, um, and I got lucky. I mean, I was at uh, our Minsku. Our system has a, a dinner one of the nights, and uh, Catherine McGlinch, who has served on the Case Five conference committee and the board, she ran that organization for um, at the time. And I kind of mentioned to her, hey, I, you know, I'd be interested, you know, if down the road if there's something that comes up. Uh, I think that year I was a volunteer in the uh, session host. And, uh, I mean, literally three weeks later, you know, I got this phone call and uh, wanted to know if I wanted to get involved. And so for four years I served on the Case 5 Conference Committee. And just had a one, it was just a wonderful opportunity to um, network with folks from all over the Midwest and even outside of that. And so I served one year as the uh, career development resource room chair, and then for three years as the resource center. So getting to deal with all the vendors, um, which or educational partners, I should say. But at that same time, also is, was a great opportunity to get to know them on a different side of things. Um, and so for four years, I was involved in that group, uh, had a great time, stepped away this past year and presented for the first time uh, and really um, got to see the conference after four years in a little different light and, and presented and uh, just recently got a phone call to, to join the CASE uh, International, the CASE 5 Alumni Relations Commission. And my goal with that is really to bring the perspective of a small university, a small uh, shop um, and what, you know, what our challenges are, and so I'm really excited about that opportunity. Well, that's that's great, and congratulations. I served on the commission, like I mentioned to you earlier, from 2004 to 2007, and it is uh, it is among the most rewarding professional development opportunities that I've had. You know, to to sit around a table um, with folks from at the time that they, they were from um, MIT and um, and uh UCSD and from all over the place uh Caltech um and and to to know that you're representing your university at that level um it brought me pride and I know it brings you pride and Southwest Minnesota State pride. Yeah, I think what I'm really excited about is and that's one thing I learned from from the case 5 is you know, alumni relations professionals in all different levels have the same challenges, you know, and I can learn from you know Bruce Rader who is uh I'll call him a good friend. I'll oh, pull yeah. the Sid Hartman, the Sid Hartman line, a good, you know, close personal friend. He's an alum. I didn't know that for about two or three years, um, which, which was kind of daunting right away, knowing that an, uh, an alumni professional at the University of Minnesota is one of my alums. So he's, has seen my stuff for how long. I'm just like, but I got a chance to meet Bruce and I've had a great, a couple of great talks with him. And I think I really, tr- he might disagree, but we've had, it's been a good 
both ways um, that he learns and I learn uh, because again we are you know he is in a specific area marketing and membership and I we are a non-members organization right right but at the same time I am the editor of the magazine I am the webmaster of the web so I you know I get to kind of get my hands in a lot of different things and so that's the one thing that I've always felt from case is we we all share some of the same challenges and and successes and and go about our ways a little differently and have different organizations but uh, truly can can really learn from each other and some of our our you know things that we do I think that's something that people often miss from their involvement with case whether it's whether it's as a participant or as a volunteer or as a faculty member or a presenter um I, I always learn more in each of those roles than sometimes I feel I give as a presenter, but uh, it, it's a learning opportunity when you attend a case conference, regardless of which side of the which side of the equation you're on. Well, let me let me ask you this uh, as we wrap up the podcast here today, and we're talking with Tyler Bowen from Southwest Minnesota State. Tyler, share some things that you've been in the game uh, a little while here, nine years, uh, more than a little while. Share some things you've learned along the way that you might that you would pass on to a uh, person just getting into alumni relations. Well, I'd really encourage him again to uh, attend conferences, um, whether it's you know case conferences or you know whether it's a district conference, international conference, or the separate conferences they do. I did the newcomers conference. Um, one of my first years was very invaluable. Um, also, I, I really encourage to to go and you know cross disciplines a little bit. I think if you can not only at the conference but other uh, conferences as well, you know take a look at. Um, you know, I just went through a, a two-day seminar for the Institute of Charitable Giving and, and the art of fundraising because uh, I think, and I've heard you in the past, and you, uh, you and Jen Heise talked about, and I, and I agree, uh, we are fundraisers as, as alumni uh, relations professionals, um, maybe not on the not face-to-face at times, but that is our role. And so I think the more we can have appreciation for what the development folks do and what their steps are, um, and show how we can be a part of that. I think that's important. Same way as communication professionals, um, as alumni relations folks, you get to be the roles of creating emails and uh, you know being the editors of magazines. And so I think those types of things. I've, I occasionally get my emails. I have one stuck next to my desk from somebody who sent me an email, who said that uh, we had very poor grammar in an email. Um, I don't claim to be an English professor uh, or English <laughs> major even, right. um, but I think you have to. We are we we are communicating to English um, English majors, English teachers, and so we have to take you know, we have to be we have to recognize that. So I think the more that folks can can go to some of those different programs, um, I think that would be beneficial to to learn the, the, those trends. Uh, I think just uh, having trying to create a work plan, you know, with your alumni, with your board, uh, with your staff. Um, you know, the, in the development side, the, you know, the foundation, and to really know, you know, we have really three priorities with bullets underneath it that we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to increase what SMSU knows about its alumni, you know, and just engage with them. We're trying to increase alumni and student involvement and increase alumni support. And if you know, everything that we do, we need to ask those three questions. And if we're not very good at that, then we, you know, if we can't answer those questions, then why are we doing it? And it's really changed. I think uh, we're probably, even though if you look at our roster of events right now, they're still they're a little skewed towards some some things that uh, I want to try to get away from. But we're slowly moving that direction of this event. What this 
what this purpose is, right. and uh, and 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 that's where I think we're going to see the biggest change. I think in our off in our operations in the next couple of years, we'll be uh, trying to find events that are really going to push on you know career development focus, um, helping you know just different things because that's what people have told. We've done that. We've done the uh, alumni attitude study, um, and and have told us what uh, alumni have told us. And we continue to need to do those things to find out what's what's important to our alumni, um, and that's what's that's what we need to do. We need to be able to be reactionary to the things that uh, alumni want. Well, it's great that you mentioned the alumni attitude survey because Rob Schoss is going to be a guest on a future show here on the podcast, and so that's a great uh, great advertisement for the podcast. Yeah, you know, my uh, <laughs> the first time. I listened to Rob at, at a case conference. It might have been my first case conference. We are just in the discussion of talking about stopping sending. We send our magazine to all alums, so you don't have to be a member to get our magazine. Right. And, and we were, you know, when I started in this office, we had, a, again, so folks know, we're 40 years old, a little, little more, 43, 44 years old as an institution. We've changed our name three times. We were Southwest Minnesota State College. Uh, we were Southwest State University, and now we're Southwest Minnesota State University. So some challenges for the alumni office to, you know, communicate with, with folks. But we were talking about, and then we, when I started in the office nine years ago, we had just gone over 10,000 alums, and now we're just about ready to go to 17,000. So we're really pushing that a little bit. And so when it's time to send that magazine, we're thinking, let's just stop sending to alumni from the 70s who've never given any money. Um, but the alumni attitude study, one, you know, one in that presentation, one slide showed, no, we can't do that. You know, the people that never have given and never plan to give, those are the people we'll maybe decide to cut out. But those are the people, you know, quite often support Southwest a lot in, in their verbal communication with folks. So, uh, it, you know, that's the type of thing that we learned from the alumni attitude study was we better operate a little differently. Just because they're not giving doesn't mean that they're not, they don't have affinity towards Southwest. So those are the things that, you know, I think folks can benefit from. Absolutely. Well, Tyler, I want to thank you for joining us on the Impact Alumni podcast today and for your commitment not only to, to higher education, uh, but to our profession specifically. I appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Impact Alumni Podcast. Uh, send us feedback and connect to the show. Visit our website at alumnipodcast.com for other episodes and send me email at paul.clifford at alumnipodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on the iTunes Music Store or just visit alumnipodcast.com to subscribe. Thanks for joining us today and until next time, take care. <laughs>